Hey there, everyone. Welcome to this Monday morning. Our battle that we looked at yesterday in this battle series is the battle where God fights on behalf of the children of Israel as they leave Egypt. Um, in the great story of Moses uh, leaving Egypt with the children of Israel going to the promised land. And so we pick it up in Exodus chapter 12 after God has wiped out the firstborn of the Egyptians. Verse 31 of chapter 12, it says, During the night, Pharaoh summoned Moses and Aaron and said, Up, leave my people, you and the Israelites. Go worship the Lord as you've requested. Take your flocks and herds as you've said and go. And also bless me. So the people took their dough before the yeast was added and carried it on their shoulders in kneading troughs wrapped in clothing. The Israelites journeyed from Ramesses to Sukkoth. There were about 600,000 men on foot besides women and children. Many other people went up with them and also large droves of livestock, excuse me, both flocks and herds. With the dough the Israelites had brought from Egypt, they baked loaves of unleavened bread. The dough was without yeast because they had been driven out of Egypt and did not have time to prepare food for themselves. And so here's the, here's the thing, friends, that when God speaks to us, it's, I think, when we read something in God's word where he's challenging us on something, and we know God is speaking to us about this change that needs to happen this maturity, this growth, this move. It could even be a job transfer. It could be a relationship. It could be whatever it is. But basically, it's a big life-altering um, decision that we need to make in front of us. And even in the little decisions. When God speaks, he expects instant obedience. And in the book of Hebrews, the writer of the Hebrews quote in the Old Testament says, Today, if you hear his voice, don't harden your heart. And what I've come to see is... That when I respond instantly to what God says, one of two things, well, two things happen. The first one is there's always enough grace and there is blessing to be able to make that decision. So whatever that changes, whatever God's challenging me to do, because I've been instantly obedient to what God says, is there is a grace and, and an ability and uh, the provision to be able to live out whatever that thing is. So when it came time to planting this church that we planted in Johannesburg a few years ago, we planted the church and God brought the right people along at the right time. Everything just happened. And Cindy and I had, had a plan in our mind to hedge our bets and do things a little bit differently and um, maybe to join a church up here first and then plant. But God was very clear on how we needed to do things. And so we responded as quickly as we could. In fact, we ended up having to come up a month early, but God was in it all. And it was an instant uh, response of obedience. But I've also had moments in my life, friends, where I haven't responded instantly. And I've left things and left things and left things and left things. And what happens is it's not like, it almost feels like grace runs out. And it doesn't run out. But what happens is I, I become less and less full of faith because the longer I take to respond, the more I start wondering to myself, oh, did God really say I leave space for doubt? I leave space for other people's opinions and society and all that kind of stuff. And eventually I'm like in this place where I'm not even sure, was it God? And so I don't walk confidently and full of faith into my next season. I kind of walk tentatively looking for the first sign of trouble I want to cut and run. And there's always provision. So you see with like the children of Israel when they left Egypt, they asked the Egyptians for gold and silver and all this stuff, and they just gave them stuff. And God was with them. He went ahead of them. But, so that's on the one hand, there's the provision for it. 
But on the other hand is this. Things are going to look, taste, and be um, different. And it's so easy for us to have that analysis paralysis of when God speaks, like I said, where, like the children of Israel, like they wanted to wait for the yeast to be added to their bread before they went, but God said, move now. And when we see later on how quickly Pharaoh's heart shifted, if they'd sat around and waited and waited and waited for their bread to be ready, they could have found themselves in a place where Pharaoh turns around and he goes, no, this is a lot of rubbish, and they could end up never leaving. And there are these moments in our lives, friends, where we do move, and God does call us, and there is a cost to be paid, even if it's something as silly as having bread without yeast. And it doesn't always make sense on the ground. Things look different. I'm used to my bread being a certain way, but now my bread is a different way. I like my soft coney rolls. Now I've got crunchy provitas because there's no yeast in it. To look and to always be summing everything up and to be trying to be super logical about everything and make sure that we are comfortable before we are obedient to God. Um, I think what ends up happening is we, um, we can eventually think or process God out of the decision. God wants instant obedience from us when he speaks about something. And we know when God's challenging us, when God's speaking to us about things. And so in those moments to be able to move, what happens is the, the very thing, if you look what happened with the children of Israel, that um, unleavened bread became the feast of the Passover, which the Jews celebrate to this day, of what God did there. Um, it becomes a moment where they remember what God did. And friends, this is so important for us that sometimes, and I I'd often talk to people about this, and they're like, my life is so gray. My life is so plain. My life is so predictable. The same old, same old. We just get into these ruts. We just get so stuck. And sometimes it's those moments where I risked it in faith, and I didn't really have enough, and the bread was a bit crunchy, and it wasn't exactly what I... But when I look back on those moments... I can go, wow, God was involved there. It was incredible. Just like the children of Israel do to this day where the Jews remember it. And friends, if we are always looking for this easy ride, eventually I think we end up dying of boredom. And I think the church becomes ineffective and the same old. The church becomes unable to endure hardship and unable to move quickly in response to what God's word says. The church becomes this giant ocean-going um, cruise cruise liner that you got to turn the turn the corner really carefully so no one falls off their hammock when they're suntanning by the pool. We are a battleship, and God has called us to be quick, and called us to be quickly obedient to Him, and to be okay with whatever is provided to us in those moments. Because when we look back, just like the children of Israel did, when they look back over what they had, they'll go, "Wow, do you remember God did this?" Remember what he did for us in those moments. And friends, a Christian life where we can't look back and say, wasn't God good, um, I think is way below the line of what God intends for us. He wants us to be able to look back over our lives and go, wow, isn't God been incredible? Look at the incredible things he's done. Yeah, maybe the bread didn't taste quite right and there was yeast missing. But that was part of the journey. You know, the reason the bread was like that because we had to move so quickly because God was on the move. And... Yeah, I want to live that kind of life. So I hope that blesses you. Can't wait to see you on Wednesday.